Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Texting. This is such an iconic episode you're about to listen to. And I'm joined by the lovely, lovely Glenn Bedside-Brat and Chelsea Pinky. And I don't know, I, we're going to get into our Reddit replies, but I also just want to know how everyone's feeling, like anticipating this episode. I'm so excited. I can't wait for yes. you guys to listen to this episode You've probably seen the episode title by now. I'm like, they know who it is. Who it is. But we've been holding this for a while. And it's just really exciting. And I'm so proud of us. That makes, I'll just jump in then to my unread reply. I have nothing to leave on red this week. She's feeling blessed and highly favored. I'm replying to the fact that you know, we've stuck this out and like continued to work and build and we've been able to interview an icon. Um, And I'm also just replying to, if you've listened to the show consistently, like maybe a month ago or some time ago, I was so miserable. I was just like, ah, (laughs) down and like, that's life, right? It ebbs and flows. But I'm just feeling so blessed. Um, I started a new gig. I'll talk more about that on the Patreon. Um, Things are just going so well, like so lovely. Look at you, girl. Um, Completely different tone. And Mm -hmm. I was talking to my therapist about this. So I'd love to share this note before you guys jump in. But we talked about the what ifs. And how you can get into a habit of being like, well, what if this doesn't work? And what if this like fails? Or what if they don't like it? And she was like, what if it does work? Yeah. What if you, they do like it? What Mm -hmm. if this, you know, does come to fruition? And it sounds so silly and simple, but like her talking to me about reframing things. And like, when you could go down a deep, dark hole of like all the terrible things that could happen and the ways you could probably come up with a bajillion awful scenarios. Yeah. What if you turn those into a bajillion positive scenarios? And I really enjoyed that. And so I'm going to start to practice that. And I challenge the listeners to try to put that into practice as well. Yeah. You know, if you're not, a if you're a new listener or yeah, if you're a new listener, you won't know that I stole Shadi's therapist and she <laughs> gave me that gem recently too. And I've been thinking about it so much. Oh, excuse I me? know not her peddling the same yep. gems. <laughs> no, but I have, I have like a, you know, I have a lot of uh, travel anxiety and I just got off of a lot of travel this past week. And I, you know, I just start thinking crazy things are going to happen. You sure do girl. Airplanes. How did, how did you even get in, there? I was on a ferry for an hour and a half. I was in a car for two and a half hours. I was like, God, Lord, the roads are slick. What if we don't make it? <laughs> and then I was like, what if we get there and I have a beautiful time? And you did. I did. So I'm going to reply to, um, I spent a weekend um, watching two of my really good friends get married on this tiny little 
section of Cape Cod called Wellfleet. That is just beautiful. We, it was just right on the the, the water. Uh, it was like the light, the birds, the wind. It was so beautiful. It was crazy. Um, and they asked me to read some poems during their ceremony, which I felt like insanely honored to be able to do that. And I was, yeah, that's amazing. it was crazy. I was very nervous the whole time. I just was on edge. Um, and then just, I just got to soak in like all of the love and positivity. And it was just, oh, I wish I could tell you the vows. I'm going to ask them to print them out. I, I want to hold <laughs> them. I want to have their words. Like I want to return to some of the the promises they That's made each other. So Cause it beautiful. was just so one thing that I took from it was that they've committed to just be so present with one another all the time. And one of, um, one of my friends, Laura, who's one of the brides, she, I'm always so just astounded by her, um, her positive outlook on life and like the way she just brings so much just positive energy. And it just seems like that's coursing between their relationship. And it just, I was looking at that as like something to aspire to. Like I told them after they did their, their thing, I was like, y'all's love is so inspiring. Like, wow. So yeah. Love that. And nothing to leave on red either. No, can't. How can yeah, you? Let's keep it positive. How can we? How can you? Um, I will reply to random, just like fun weekend. Um, I saw the gorillas in concert, which well, was that's cool and random, very random. My friend London, who's from London, um, is their tour manager and she like got us tickets and we saw them and it was wild because it's just like this whole, the, the show was sold out and people were singing mm-hmm. the songs word for word and like screaming the whole time. In fact, after they got off stage, they were screaming like, come back on stage, like encore, encore. They came back, did a whole nother set, like a whole nother <gasps> like hour. Oh, wow. It was wild. That's so I'm like, yeah. So shout out to the gorillas. I did download some songs. So I'm a newer fan. Wait, um, they used to have those videos that they were like cartoon characters, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. There was one I used to like, like one or two. But like all the backup singers were black women. Um, a lot of the people in the band were black. I don't know why in my head it was like a white band, but honestly, most of the people on the stage were black. Because it was so. a cartoon, so we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know. We didn't know what <laughs> was going on, because I don't know. It was just about the music. It was just about yeah. the music. Um, and then I've got to visit Seattle, which is someplace I have never been to. Um, it's always really fun to go to like a brand new place and I'll be going back. Like I, I like, it was very cute. Mm -hmm. Saw the Seahawks. Um, so yeah, great weekend. Um, and I also just want to reply to, um, we'll talk more about this on the Patreon, but the woman who reached out to us, who basically reached out to us to Mm -hmm. coordinate this interview, shout out to black women looking out for other black women. Yes. Holding black women down. I don't know if she wants to be publicized, so I won't say her name. But yeah, um, yeah, we're just super appreciative, and we're so excited for you all to listen to this episode. Let's get into Let's it. Jump in. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. Every week, we highlight a black girl doing big things, where we give an incredible black woman her flowers and learn more about her journey. This week. Our BGDS needs no introduction. Serena Williams has joined the group chat and her new children's book, The Adventures of Kwekwe, has been giving us life. It's a children's book, yes, but it's been resonating with us as well. It's about all about friendship and believing in yourself. Um, so welcome and to the group chat. word from our sponsors. Hey, y'all. 
So you already know how much Chelsea, Sade, and I love watching films and unpacking every single detail in our group chat. And the next film on all of our lists is The Woman King. Inspired by true events, The Woman King stars Viola Davis as an African general in the epic story of the first ever army of women warriors in a fight to save their kingdom. These fierce women exude confidence, strength, and power. And I'm sure a lot of you have already seen the trailer all over social media by now. But if you haven't, I can tell you now that The Woman King is a must-see. It's a moving and necessary story. The visuals are cinematic, and it's made to be seen on the big screen. So make sure to see The Woman King exclusively in movie theaters September 16th. Hey group chat, it's Sade and I am so excited that the summertime is in full swing and there's nothing better than a refreshing drink to cool down. Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea is here to unleash your sense of try, to ignite new passions and rekindle old ones. So try a Gold Peak and then try something else because this taste is worth the try. So try Gold Peak and tell them that Black Girls Texting sent you. Enjoy your summer guys. And now we are back with more Black Girls Texting. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. So every week we highlight a Black girl doing shit, where we give an incredible Black woman her flowers and learn more about her journey. This week, our Black girl doing shit needs no introduction. Serena Williams has joined the group chat and her new children's book the adventures of Kwekwe, has been giving us life in our group chat it's a children's book but somehow it's very relevant to us and it has themes of friendship and believing in yourself um and we've been talking a lot about it in our group chat um so welcome welcome to the group chat thank you thank you for having me of we're course. so honored we are and so I have honored. to say black girl for me doing stuff <laughs> yes <laughs> Black girl doing stuff, big, big things. Um, The last sentence in the book says you can do anything. And you chose to dedicate the book to all little girls. Why was this particularly important to you? Um, So, yeah, it's you can do anything. And I think a lot of times we're not people aren't told as much that you can do anything. And um, and definitely girls uh, all girls aren't told that you can do anything. It's like, you can be a princess and you can do, you can do that. But it's like, no, you can really do anything you want. And I think it's important for everyone to hear that message. Absolutely. So in the book, Baby Girl is preparing for a ballet recital. And she asks, what if I'm not good enough? And we've read about your own journey with perfectionism. And we were curious if this was at all a part of the inspiration or where that sort of theme in the book comes from. I just feel like it's very important for girls to be curious and, you know, just to use their imagination. And then when I was thinking about just like a topic for this, I said, wouldn't it be cool if if she like used her imagination, you know, because also I was thinking about it in COVID and like we didn't, we couldn't leave. And so I had to get really creative with a lot of things. And so, you know, we were inside a lot in COVID and this idea came and I was like, okay, so like, okay, so it'd be cool if she like goes to the closet or she does this and she like wears the wardrobe because, you know, I'm, I love fashion. And so mm-hmm. it's like kind of combining all those things into one. 
And your career is also a testament about this theme that anything is possible. And you've exuded this self-belief and confidence. And sometimes that confidence has bothered some people. Why do you think that is? People are, I think my sister put it best, people are afraid when you can do something and they'll tell you that you can't. And they, they take they mistake confidence for something else. And when someone tells you that you can't do something, that's really them saying that you can't do it, they can't do it. And so in other words, they're putting that energy and saying that you can't do it. And no, 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 actually you can't, it's not me. So um, I, I love, Venus said that and I, it really resonated with me so much. And I was like, that makes, that's like the best thing I've heard. And so, and it's so true. So yeah, I just feel like people, if you wanna have confidence, then that's okay to have confidence. You know, it's um, it's better to, to have confidence and, you know, if people don't like it, then not everyone's going to like you. <laughs> they get in line. <laughs> right. But, uh, it's a long line, get in. And so that's that's just how I, and I make a joke out of it, but that's just how you have to be and just like be confident. Don't let anyone tell you, steal your shine or tell you not to shine. Mm-hmm. I love that. And like you don't, at least from the outside, you don't let people put you in a box, you know, like, yes, tennis player, but you have Serena Ventures, you know, you design, it's just like, anything is, anything is within your reach. So it's it's really inspiring. Um, in the book, when baby girl is like doubting herself, Quay Quay tells her, don't be scared, best friend. I'm right here with you always. Um, such a sweet message. And you know, we have our group chat and whenever we're downing ourselves, we come to the group chat to lean on each yeah. other for a little extra boost. Who's your support system? Do you have a group chat, you know, that you throw in there? You know, I'm not feeling good about this, sis. Give me some encouragement. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't have a group chat um, that I, I do that on. I just talk a lot, to, you know, to my sisters and, you know, I talk a lot to my husband and but I don't and I'm so not trying to be that person. There's not often I feel doubt but I'm also just not doing I'm doing things that I've been doing for years so it's not like I I more or less have questions and I think it's but doubt is fear and fear comes my mom always said fear is the devil so I try not to um I try not to have that doubt I just try to just believe in myself and even if I don't I I tell myself that I do and then um yeah it's weird I think doubt once you doubt then that's when a lot of other things come through that it could be negative negative results yeah i feel that i mean that's something i feel like i'm on a confidence journey right now and um that's just really powerful to hear you got to believe it switching gears a little bit um but actually on the topic of of confidence quay quay is a doll but very confident has a lot of energy, has a lot of flavor. And we also noticed that her voice is very distinctly black. Like there's a moment in the book where she, where it says like she puts her hand on her hips and she's like, girl, you can't touch yourself. I can't remember the exact line. Um, <laughs> so we were curious about like the intention behind that, like how how you chose to write Kwe Kwe and representation. We're seeing it visually in the pictures, but even in the ways that she speaks and the way that she shows up. Well, I mean, because Kwe Kwe kind of had her own personality, right? This mm-hmm. this this was this had nothing to do. Like it just took off, and like she became like this TikTok star and this Instagram star, and um, like. It was weird because that was her voice on in, on TikTok and Instagram. 
And so it kind of came through with how she started posting stuff and 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 etc. So it, it was we wanted to keep that because she has a huge following and we wanted to like keep her like because in this story, she's obviously super positive. And so we wanted to keep that. But um, she's more quick and witty. And so we're like, how do we incorporate like that quick and witty stuff on um, into into a book? You know, because it's like, OK, wait. Um, we people laugh. She makes jokes, and she's like, you know, super fun. But how do we incorporate that? And that's okay. So we can do that in the voice on how she replies and stuff like that. And we also found it very interesting that Quay Quay being a doll and working with Baby Girl, a lot of like children's books, you'll tend to see like maybe the parent is giving them advice, but essentially it's like Baby Girl's internal voice. Um, and where she's really being able to hype herself up and believe in herself. So do you have advice for those who may be struggling with confidence and self-doubt? And was that like intentional that it was kind of coming through the doll? So for me, it's like, I always played with dolls growing up. So Mm -hmm. that was always my best favorite thing was playing with dolls. And, um, and then it became like, all right, well, did I take advice from my dolls? But, and, uh, (laughs) No, but I spoke to them. Okay, whatever I did. So what? I did speak to my dolls and we had full on conversations, you know? And so so it's like a kid and you have to think we, I don't know about you guys. I, I'll speak for me. I am so far removed from being a kid mm-hmm. that it's like, kids are so different. Like I can see when I'm looking at Olympia, I'm like, God, the innocence, the the asking, like she'll be like, mom, can I have this? And I'm thinking, why are you asking me? And then I'm, I'll be like, oh, yeah. And she gets so excited. She's like, mom said, yes, I can, I can, I can wear this shoe. And I'm like, it's such a small thing that I'm so removed from that it's like that meant the world for me to say yes to her. You know what I mean? And so it was, it's just like, gosh, like, okay, God, well, she really, really values my opinion. <laughs> um, but so the thing is, it's like when you're talking, but kids have imaginations. That's the point that I'm getting at. So like I, I see Olympia playing with their toys and they, you know, they're like talking and discuss, and we've all done that. And they're like, you act everything out. And it's like, you know, you're in a, I had sisters, but you're in a world where it's just like, everything is like in your circle and you're in this just world, you know, and you're just, you're talking to your dolls and who doesn't love Toy Story, right? And um, <laughs> so it's just like, kind of taking advice or having this doll almost be like a mentor yeah. to the kid is kind of cool because again, it goes back to Quake because she has like this whole personality and she has like this whole following and we're always thinking, how do we kind of incorporate something that already has like this crazy following into making it a book and to make it still realistic and to make it still like really cool and really fun. Um, but to make it like work and to make it fit. So usually when you're writing a book, you're starting fresh, but we were writing from a character that essentially is already around and alive. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious about like the character of Kwe Kwe. Like, so who came up with like this, her like character, like she's been on Instagram. I've been following the little dance videos she does, but like it's a doll. So like, how did that come about? Yeah. So it was, um, it was so authentic. And I think maybe that's why, people really started to follow her because it, it just came about because I would post things and I would be like, 
Olympia's carrying this doll by her arm and I would just say something funny and I would say, and my nephew actually named him, named her Quakeway. Way. And Olympia at the time, I think she was like one and she couldn't really speak and she could only <laughs> say like sounds. And it was genius. And that's literally how it came about. Because I didn't want to give her a name like Molly or, right. you know, I wanted her to have like a name that really represented black culture and black people. And that mm-hmm. means a lot to me. And I oh, and now like she'll be like, oh, her name is uh, Natasha or her name is Keisha. That is, so she like names her other dolls that because it's so important to always have that culture for me um, around her. Um, and for her never to forget and to, to know where she's from. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so anyway, at the time, you know, we were just trying to think of a name. And so anyway, syllables. And it just like, it literally was so authentic that it's nuts. And so then I would just randomly post funny stuff. And then someone, my husband, who is uh, loves businesses and loves starting stuff, he was like, well, we should, this is kind of fun. We should, well, let's keep posting. And I would just, just random stuff. And then... Um, it just it just got bigger than we 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 ever thought and next thing i know we were having meetings for you know to keep the story alive and then i'm like this is crazy is this really happening <laughs> i don't have time for this like i have to go play tennis or whatever you know? <laughs> and so but it it yeah it just took off without i think the story because it's authentic and because it's like we weren't we're not trying to get anything out of it except for i literally wanted a black doll and i wanted olympia to have a black doll and yeah and it's yeah i wanted to find a nice black doll <laughs> i love now it so much. Have black dolls. yeah yeah i i'm being so reminded reminded of this doll i used to carry around as a kid this little like american girl doll um, Addie, there was like the one black doll in the range. But the, you, state, tore, the one? The one black doll. <laughs> right. I tore yeah. all of that doll's hair out. I was doing so much stuff with that doll, holding her by the arm. By Wait, the did neck. you ever put like a straightening comb to the doll hair or a flat iron? Absolutely. Yes, I did. <laughs> now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever done that. Really? Now that really? I about well, good it. thing because the hair might melt. <laughs> yeah, all the yeah, hair. Right? I for sure have never done that because we weren't allowed to like straighten our hair when we were younger, and I love that my mom did that. And um, so, yeah, I actually never put a like a flat iron or a straightening comb to the doll. Hmm. <laughs> Something Quake I have doesn't to do have any me. hair, so right, Quakeway's oh, good. Fine there. So we know that you don't plan on putting Olympia in tennis, or you said that. And in the book, The Adventures of Quakeway, our protagonist baby girl is a budding ballerina. Is that inspired by real life? Is Olympia showing an interest in ballet? Or why was that the choice? No, I feel like everyone, you know, loves ballet. I love ballet. I'm selfish. I wanted to do it because I love ballet and I wanted to be a ballet dancer. No, but I do love ballet. Um, But I feel like it's just... um, it's just really relatable. I know a lot of, you know, no, no one ever really, well, a lot of people do go professional, but a lot of girls take it for either class or just to get around other kids or, you know, sometimes in my case to get them out of the house for a good 30 minutes and, you know, and it's fun. And at the end, at the end, you get to do a recital. And I remember being young and going to ballet class and then, you know, there was a recital that we got to do in the end. And that was like, honestly, some of my greatest and best memories. Did I go pro as a ballerina? No, but um, 
it's a good it's a good chapter in everyone in, in a lot of people's in a lot of little girls' lives. Um, and so I thought it was really important to just okay, what is the most re, what is the most relatable thing that a lot of that a lot of girls do? Um, that's also really affordable to do. At least in Florida, it is. It's like fifteen bucks. So I'm like, okay. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know how it is, so I can't really say that. But that, you know, because coming from tennis, tennis was crazy expensive. So, like, to do a ballet class, it makes it was way more affordable than to, like, play tennis. So, so, yeah, and I just felt like that was something that everyone could relate to. And, um, yeah, I like to dance. It's fun. Yeah, totally. I was definitely into ballet as a kid, too. So yeah, like. my niece is like a little budding ballerina herself. Can't wait to <laughs> like give her this book. Um, and, you know, there's a, the Vogue article that everyone is talking about that you wrote where you expressed that you're evolving away from tennis um, and you plan on continuing your your path in motherhood and having more children. Um, why is motherhood such an important role for you? Um, and what do you think is most important about being a mom? Um, I think the most important thing about being a mom is doing the best you can and understanding your situation. Um, my situation is like, I wasn't able to be with Olympia sometimes because I had to train and that broke my heart, but I also spent a lot of, spend a lot of time with her. So yeah, I think it's about understanding your situation and being kind to yourself. Cause I would always be hard on myself and be like, I miss this. Or, I miss their first steps. And turns out a lot of people miss their first steps. You'll eventually see them. And, um, <laughs> It's just like, but on the flip side, I was there almost every single day for her. And it's just like, okay, well, um, just be kind to yourself. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of mothers can probably, probably relate to that, especially, especially working moms, because you feel like you can't be involved in everything, but how amazing is it going to be that she'll look back and see all of the things that her mom did and accomplished um yeah. but so it's hard to like see that when you're in the moment and you know that and people tell you that your your group tells you that or my friends and my sister tells me that but it's just like i know but you know it's like the now it's like the instant gratification you know what i mean and it's like you know that but it's hard to get there and it's like yeah yeah for sure Welcome. Welcome. Oh my gosh. Okay, y'all. So this is not just one interview. We've got another Black girl doing stuff. (laughs) We are joined now by Yesenia Moises. Um, She's an incredibly talented illustrator and is the illustrator behind the adventures of Kwe Kwe. And we just wanted to talk more with you and Serena, learn more about the book. Um, It was really amazing to see that your work highlights people of color. And something that is so important is the hair and you capture the beauty of our hair so well. So I'd love to learn more about how you went about creating this character and collaborating with Serena. And I know I just threw you into the fire. So hello, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. No worries. Um, So the character of baby girl, I'm assuming you're talking about. Yeah, yes. let's talk about baby. Okay. She, she, she's the one with the hair. Yes. Just I mean, like, I mean, like the well. mom in the story has hair too. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. And the dad. <laughs> there were layers. There were layers, but I'm but you get the coils like 
on point. So I, yeah. I'd love to learn more about like some of that work and how you all thought about like bringing this vision to life. Well, I normally in a lot of my artwork, I tend to go for like really fantastical takes on black hair, um, mm-hmm. really big, really dramatic in ways that you know, I find to be inspiring, but for this book, um, the depiction, the depiction of baby girl, I wanted to make sure that it was a hairstyle that had some of that magical allure to it, but also be something that is easy for little girls to make and with their own hair, regardless of how long it is. I wanted it to be really accessible, but still have some fantastical elements to it. Like with the way I depict the hair, um, using different colors and whatnot, Mm -hmm. Like, even if it's brown, it's full of lots of like yellows and pinks and purples just to add something more to it. Yeah, I love that. Glenn and I were both preschool teachers, actually. I was saying I really liked I really wanted to say that I really wanted to try the hairstyle myself. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally. Well, it's so funny because we're, we're used to seeing you play and like always an iconic black girl hairstyle you know Mm. obviously the classic beads in back in the day um we last saw you play with the ponytail natural you know look so it was perfect it's beautiful um but glenn and i we both were preschool teachers and we know children's imaginations are like one of the most fun beautiful things that there are um I'm curious to know how Olympia has been reacting to like her doll essentially coming to life, you know, (laughs) both on Instagram, but also like in this book, like, it's just like, it's, it's a doll, but she gets to see it come to life. How has she reacted to all of this? So she's been excited. And you know what? She was like, um, mom, cause she thinks it's her. And I'm like, no, it's not you. (laughs) really thinks it is and then it's just it's it's funny and she thinks everything is me and then she's like oh and is that that that's dad and I'm like that's not daddy and that's but because I don't want her to get like get full of herself and say like this is a book about me anyway so (laughs) I mean it's inspired obviously but I'm just like no because you're not that old yet see this girl's bigger than you and stuff and so (laughs) obsessed and she want and I read it to her and she's like um can you read me the story again and it's really nice gonna be more adventures with Kwekwe like the adventures of Kwekwe doing something else like I'm seeing Kwekwe going underwater Kwekwe goes to the moon (laughs) just do one right you know like Kwekwe I mean Kwekwe could go to the beach too like that's a thing yeah, we gotta like, we gotta do a lot more. Okay, so we're getting more adventures of Quay Quay. So exciting. <laughs> um, just a couple more questions, I guess, about like the aesthetic of the book, Yesenia. We noticed that there's lots of pinks and purples in the book, and we know that purple is one of Serena's favorite colors. Was it an initial choice to happily lean into the feminine in the illustrations? Um, well, a lot of my my artwork is definitely more on the feminine side and I aim to have a bit more of whimsical take on the real world if I'm depicting the real world but yeah um like if I'm thinking of a scene with like a room like it's a lot more interesting if there's like more pinks and purples like it it adds something to it that 
if I had just gone with like, oh, well, like the wall's cream color or it's like a yellow and that's kind of it. And like you have all the stuff here, like it's cool, but you can have so much more fun with color. And that's what I try to do in a lot of my artwork to try and bring a lot of fun, a lot of fantasy, even in regular, ordinary, everyday settings. Totally. We see that happen in the book for sure. Well, thank you so much to both of you for joining us. This has been such an honor and an amazing conversation. And we are definitely going to tell our group chat and our followers and beyond to check out the adventures of Quay Quay. I'm following along for all her adventures. I yes. know. My niece is hype. I can't <laughs> wait to read it to her. <laughs> Take care, Thank everyone. You. All right. What would you do? And I think All right. Um, y'all, you just talked to Serena Williams. There is no what would you do. What would you do if you just talked talk to Serena <laughs> Have a breakdown, freak out, and yeah, and, and soak it all in. So we are going to soak it all in. We hope that you've loved this episode. Chelsea, do you want to tell the people... Yes, Glenn. So I was just going to say, for some people that this might be your first time ever hearing of us, we just recommend that you go back. Again, we are Black Girls Texting. We're all about the sanctity of the group chat, the conversations you have with your girls um, and your peoples can range from talking to icons to talking <laughs> about um, love and career and politics and pop culture. So um, stick with us for this ride, as you can see. We will take you places. And- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And um, for our loyal listeners, we do want to share that we have dropped new merch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be sharing that on our Instagram. So look out for that. Um, and we so appreciate you all for coming along this ride with us. This is obviously a huge milestone for us. So thank you again for the support. We love you. And Keep listening. Keep sharing. Black Girls Texting. You can find us at mm-hmm. Black Girls Texting pretty much on everything. I think the Twitter's Black Girls Text One. We have a Patreon if you want more behind the scenes. Um, and YouTube yeah. if you would like to see this visually. Yes. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.